make this shit run. Listen to this fucking beat. Good lord. I just heard this song, this instrumental used earlier today. I had to listen to the song. Feel the shit. Yay. Shout out to Yay. This is probably one of the hardest beats ever. Listen to this shit. Mm. Come on. I don't care what you can say about Kanye. Kanye can put some fucking beats out, man. He should actually come out with a, um, an album with just his instrumentals, all his instrumentals he's done, or even a playlist. Fuck. I remember I was looking at something on Kanye about... Um, before we get into Kanye, what's up, everybody? This is Downtime with Downstar, episode 25. Today is Monday. Uh, I don't know the date. Monday the 10th. It's about 4.52 p.m. right now. So um, maybe if some of you guys are wondering where the fuck the pod was, it's right here, man. We're cooking up right now. I usually drop the pod on um, Mondays and Thursdays at noon. But I'll get into why I couldn't do the pod. But let me bring it back to Kanye, man. Shout out to Kanye. My guy's through, going through some uh, troubles right now and just trying to figure out life and trying to figure out this uh, what to do with all this power that he's he's been uh, he's been given or earned. And um, I hope he uh, I hope he straightens it out 2019 because we definitely need some uh, some of the old yay. And when I say old yay, I don't mean that yay. I don't mean like H to the Izzo yay, which was a beautiful time and such an amazing amazing part of uh hip-hop history but i'm just talking about like not the crazy yay you know i know ash will listen to it and get mad because she's very defensive over yay and as she should be he's one of the greatest out but he's just been a little loony lately and he's been focusing a lot more on uh bullshit and not that much on music and that's what uh that's what we all love him for you know for one, it's his music and the um, the energy that he brings. That dude literally feels like he can take on the world. And that, that is such a beautiful thing because um, he can. If you look at it, he's on top of the world right now. However you want to look at things, um, he's one of the most influential names in the world. And he's just some guy from Chicago. Some young kid who uh, found a lane and turned that shit into the Autobahn. Now he's uh, nonstop. And he can't stop it even himself. He's he's like he's like a vessel for it, you know? And hopefully this uh, this trip that he's on turns into some great music. Because lately he hasn't really come up with much. I mean, if you were to tell me last year that next year Kanye is going to produce whatever five albums and they're going to be from Kid Cudi, uh, Pusha T, his own album. And those are pretty much the only ones that I cared about. But those are big names already. 
Oh, even the Nas one. But to be honest, I didn't even listen to the Nas one. Because after uh, after his CD came out, I forget what the name of it. Let me look it up. But after his uh, his album came out, and it was kind of weak, the Yay album. I was pretty stoked for it, to be honest. I was ready for that shit to come out. And then uh, I listened to it, and it was uh, all right. But if you guys haven't heard it, um, this is definitely, definitely something that you need to uh, tune into. The song is called Ghost Town. This is so fire. Listen to this. this is, and this is still getting back to old yay. Just like samples, old samples. Change the tone on it. Uh, if you guys heard this song before, you already know what it is, man. You're just chilling right now. Life is probably rough for you. Holidays are here. Stressing. Just listen to this, man. Take a breath in. Breathe through your mouth. Five seconds. Hold it for two seconds. Let it out through your nose. Five seconds. Repeat that ten times in a row. Slow it down, man. Such a great song. I'm going to let this shit play in the background, man, because this is such a good song. The song's called Ghost Town. It's on the new Yay album. Um, this is what, what makes me really love music. Is just that whatever's going on in life, things are just busy and stressful and just hectic. You can always just take a seat, chill out, do that little breathing practice that I was talking about. And just let everything uh, calm down for a sec. You know, you owe it to yourself. Just think of all the time that we spend on social media. We uh, we spend hours and hours on social media just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And you do it, I do it, everybody does it. You know, it's 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 an addiction that we are, are all uh, susceptible to. And um, you just got to take a sec, man. Take some of that time away. 20 minutes. If you could do 20 minutes a day, oh my goodness, it'll change your life. I guarantee if you added um, meditation to your daily routine, 20 minutes a day, 40 minutes a day, if you if you want to get the maximum output on it, uh, you would do 20, day, 20 minutes in the morning and then 20 minutes at night. Basically, what you would do is you would... Um, you would Go in a, a, a real quiet place like your bedroom or something, wherever it's away from the kids or, or the TV or anything. You don't want any sound. I mean, if there's ambient noise, you know, birds chirping or something like that, whatever, you can still do it. But best is in a quiet environment and you don't want to wear headphones or anything like that. You just want it's just got to become natural, you know, because you have to be able to disconnect. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to sit on the floor um, like Indian style. Put your arms on, on your legs so you're your wrists are kind of hanging over your knees and your elbows are are kind of in the crease between like whatever your thigh and your your stomach you can just sit there okay so you're in that position put your phone on for 20 minutes the timer for 20 minutes make sure the volume is almost all the way down and make sure that the vibrations on and go to your phone in your settings where it says vibrate while ring turn that off okay so if you get any calls any texts anything like that it's not going to come through for the next 20 minutes you'll still get it but you're not going to be um 
you're not going to be notified of it. Boom. So you're in that you're in that um, that sitting pose. Start your start your phone. The timer. Close your eyes, and then just breathe in and out. Just be just be aware of your of the action of breathing. In out. Now, while you're doing this in your head, you have your eyes closed, but in your head, you're repeating this mantra. So just like that, guys. So in your head, you want to hear this. You can hear it right now. As as I'm saying it, you can hear it. Breath in. Breath out. Just keep repeating it. In your head, try it. Hear the voice? That's the voice. So you're just repeating it. And you're just following that pattern, that breathing pattern, and then the mantra, you just follow that. And of course, you're going to think about shit like, oh, I got to go get my kid at three o'clock. Fuck, I got to go do this and that. I got to go get lunch and this, blah, blah, blah. Just forget about that. Boom, rum. Whenever your mind starts devi- deviating, it's going to want to deviate um, automatically. As soon as you close your eyes, you're going to think like, fuck, I'm just wasting 20 minutes of my day right now. I could be doing this or I could be doing that or whatever. But just close your eyes. Um, for 20 minutes every time you start thinking about something just bring it back anything that's distracting you bring it back but naturally your mind is going to take you somewhere and you're going to start thinking about other things Uh, you're going to start thinking about alternative things that you haven't given yourself a chance to think about during the day because your whole day is filled with i got to go to lunch i have to go pick up these parts i have to go to work i have whatever your life consists of I know there's uh, a lot of stuff that's going on in it at this moment, and uh, just dedicate this 20 minutes. It's it's good to do it in the morning, but I mean, literally, whenever you get a chance to um, to set apart 20 minutes, you know, and like I said, we're always on our phones. We, if you look at your phone right now, you probably are on Instagram at least two hours of the day. Look at it right now. There's a thing on Instagram. If you go to it and then on the top right, there's the three little lines. Click that and it'll say something on the on the line of usage. I'll actually look it out. Look it up real quick just so you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So go to your homepage, uh, to your profile, and then on the top right, there's the three lines. So you click the three lines and it's going to tell you your activity. It's the second one down is your activity. Click that, and it's going to tell you how long you've been on Instagram all day. So what that's going to do is that's going to show you that you do have a free 20 minutes to spend on this. Um, and, And this is going to be very, very beneficial for you. I can guarantee you guys if you did this at least three days in a row, you would notice a complete difference. It calms you. It lets you recharge, and basically that's what it is. It's recharging because if you think about it all day, um, no matter what, you're just doing something. Your brain is always thinking. It's always calculating. It's always figuring, okay, the the the, the crosswalk is at 10 seconds right now. I'm looking, and it's probably like the, the the street is four lanes wide. I think I can make it real quick if I work if I go fast, but okay, do I, do I need to get over there that quick or, or do I not rush? I don't want to drop your, your brain is always calculating or when you're driving, you know, I got to get on this lane. I got to go do this or this. And at the same time, you're thinking about work. And at the same time, you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner or whatever, you know, your brain is always working. And then when it's time to go to sleep, 
you're trying to go to oh, I gotta go to sleep tomorrow. I gotta go do this. I gotta get up early. I gotta get up at this time. Fuck. I don't wanna get up at this. Your brain's still fucking nonstop, nonstop. And then when you go to sleep, what do you think happens? You start dreaming. So you start that life up. So you have two lives. You have your, your life when you're awake and you have your life when you're quote unquote asleep. And then then there your your um your spirit's just running wild doing whatever the fuck is going on. And maybe some dreams will be cool. You know, you just hit the lotto and you're just whipping Lambos and shit. And then the next dream it could be that you're just getting murdered and your whole family just got murdered and you're getting thrown off a cliff. And right after you fall to the bottom of the cliff, you wake up like, what the fuck? Your brain's is going nuts, man. It's not relaxed. Relaxing is not having a time to chill. It doesn't have a time to recharge. Think about it, guys. When you're asleep, your brain is not relaxing. It's still doing shit, and it's still telling your body, oh, we got to do this. This motherfucker decided to eat half a pizza before he went to sleep. Now we got to break that shit down. All these carbs and all this sugar and shit, and it's just it's going nuts. You know, Maybe you took a Red Bull or something, and your brain is just going crazy and just overloading, man. You overload yourself every single day, and we all do it, and I'm extremely, extremely guilty of it, but um, this is just life, and we're all trying to deal with it, and I found that this is something that really works for me. It it works for me when I'm in a, a, like a really stressful time, and uh, say we're at the shop or something, things are just stressful. I'll, I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna take a break real quick. Do I go to the? I'll go to the office, and I'll turn off the lights, and boom, bust it out. And 20 minutes later, I I finish. I wake up. The alarm, the the timer goes off, but it's not loud. That's why I say lower, very very low, because it will be a harsh sound to come out of this meditation from, and that kind of like. It, it, it hinders the um, the effects of the meditation. So the one that I like to use, guys, is the harp. So if you have an iPhone, which everybody should, because if you don't have an iPhone, you're probably not listening to this podcast anyways because you're not a civilized human being. Just kidding, guys. But if you have a uh, if you have an iPhone, just put it on. Put the the reminder or the uh, alarm on harp, and it's like. And it's really beautiful to come out of uh, meditation from that. It's just like it's nice, and even in your mind, you're gonna be thinking like, "Damn, I don't know how it's how long it's been. It's been 20 minutes. It's 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 gotta have been 20 minutes." And you're, and you're you're not you're barely 10 minutes, eight minutes into it because your brain is going nuts, and you lose you lose uh, track of time, and you think time is even longer because if you don't even realize that time is relative to what you're doing and what is going on at that certain time. So if you're uh, if you're chilling with your homies and having a good time and you're at the club or whatever and you guys are just partying it up, time goes by quick. You could go through five hours in seemingly an hour. But if you're in pitch black, sitting there, not moving, and you're conscious of all these things that you're not doing, dude, 20 minutes is way more than 20 minutes. And it's a long time, man. But you you need to uh, dedicate this self this stuff to yourself. And uh, if there's anything that you've ever tried to improve your life and your uh, your quality of your life, I guarantee this one is going to be the most effective with the least amount of work. And as I'm saying all of this, I'm thinking to myself, why don't I do it? every single day because it would make me feel a lot more at ease with uh with the task that i have going on throughout the day you know it's always non-stop always busy and it's kind of like a cup of coffee for the soul you know 
Speaking of that, I'm uh, I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now. It's about five o'clock in the afternoon. The sun's just about setting, and uh, I didn't have any coffee this morning. I had to right when I woke up. I had to um, get the day started. And I had to go run some errands because I had to get some things taken care of before about one o'clock today. I didn't have a chance to go get my morning coffee or anything, and uh, I don't really get bitchy or anything like that. But it definitely has an effect on my day, and whether it's the uh, if it's the breaking of a routine or if it's the addiction to caffeine or whatever, it's just very comforting to have a nice cup of uh, warm coffee. And um, I had to come home early because I knew I had to do the podcast because I didn't want to miss a day. So this is about to drop. It's probably going to be dropping around maybe 6.30 or so. Um, and if you guys are listening to this, if you guys are um, fans of the podcast, just let me know. Do you think we should release the podcast in the morning or at uh, at noon like we've been doing? Um, either way, we're going to be sticking to the schedule, whatever it is. But I'm trying to figure out what the best schedule is for people who do consume podcasts. Would it be something that you would like to have at the beginning of the day or when your day's winding down? So if you can, just shoot us a message at uh, Instagram, Downtime with Downstar, all one word, Downtime with Downstar, or my personal Instagram, Frank underscore Downstar. But it would be nice to hear any feedback because at some points it really just feels like um that this 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 conversation is just going out into the air and and like nobody's picking it up but it's cool man it's it's good to uh to talk about these things even if it is to myself i'll listen to these in the future and i'll know where i was at at that exact time when i was having that exact conversation with myself and it's uh to me i think of it as a form of time travel and it's a good feeling to be able to look back and to look back at this episode, we're going to be able to look back at a great weekend that uh, we just had. So this past weekend, um, we went to Mexicali, which is in Baja, California, Mexico. Damn, that's like mad cities and countries. But if I'm not mistaken, Baja, California is a city or a state in Mexico. And then Mexicali's the city. I don't know. But either way, we went to a show out there called Imports War. So Imports War is a show that, that was birthed out there in Mexicali. And I've seen it uh, for the last two or three years. It looked like a really good event. And uh, my buddy Jimmy, uh, shout out to Jimmy from Envious. He's the uh, CEO of Envious. He's always been telling me about the event. And... Um, one of his uh, his members named Ketchus, Ketchus uh, would always tell me about the event and that they would like to have me out there. But just the way that everything's scheduled out, uh, the event being in early December and around around November, December time. And um, us just having a really, really busy last quarter of the year, it was always hard to squeeze it in. But last year, I told them that I promise I'm going to go 2018. And 2018 came and Jimmy hit me up and he's like, hey, man, the guys from Mexico, they said, are you going to be able to come? Because you said that you promised you would come. And I'm like, fuck, I did. And not fuck like I didn't want to go to their event because I uh, I really want to support it, man. I support people that are are just doing anything. If you're tr if you're doing anything, I support you, man. Just keep hustling, you know. And they're on their hustle. They're trying to build a a, a good show, and um, 
come to find out it was a really great event and i had an awesome time but we'll get to that so jimmy tells me that um the show's gonna be on this time which was maybe a month ago maybe maybe six weeks maybe three weeks i don't know how long ago it was but uh i told ash that uh or i told jimmy that let me talk it over with ash and i'll let you know so i talked to ash and um she was uh she was cool with me going you know because we didn't have anything going on but the only thing that was an issue was the fact that it was in mexico and um if you guys don't know mexico has a very very bad rap um there's a lot of stuff that goes down in mexico that uh that is very dangerous there's a lot of gangs there's a lot of corruption and there's a there's a lot of stuff that to be honest i really don't even want to talk about because it's really serious stuff and it's just um you know that's that's their country whatever they want to do over there that's cool you know i that's how they live and that's their culture that 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 is how things are and it's not for us to understand it's not for us to um enforce it's just how they how they decide to go to uh to live life you know to each their own but i just don't want to put myself in any danger and it could en- easily easily turn into a dangerous situation it just depends especially if you're a big mouth person or if you're flashy or if you're just not aware and and to me i'm i'm aware all the time ever since um i was younger i used to go to mexico and rosarito and i would go for spring break and i'm not sure if i would even tell my parents because if i did they would probably be freaked out but um i would go over there and i just had my antennas up the whole time just this different rules out there guys you can't expect to live by the same rules in a place that has completely different rules and that's how i've always felt about it and it could possibly be maybe the bordering um the bordering cities that border the u.s and mexico oh but when we went to um to yucatan to muna in um in merida Yucatan in I don't know I think 2016 if I'm not mistaken when we went over there that was Mexico that I love that was villages and homes made out of bricks and just like kitchens outside and and just enjoying the um just appreciating everything that you have from every meal to um every gift to everything you they just were were very appreciative and I didn't feel at danger at all it was it was love and i i want to feel like that's my people you know but when you go to the other the other parts of mexico that are just lawless and um there's no there's no respect for you know property or even humanity in some cases things are nuts man Things are nuts. And I feel I could say all this shit, dude. I'm Mexican. I could talk about this. This is this is what what's going on. This is the reality of things. There is a lot of bad stuff that's going on. And I had all of to take all of this into consideration before going over there. Um and that's one thing that I did do. But it really came down to me being a a, a man of my word. And I promised these guys that I would come out to their event. 
and I made it out. And um, it's funny because there was actually a quick, a little hiccup that happened. We were supposed to leave on Friday, Friday afternoon. But there was a problem with Jimmy's car, and uh, at one point we weren't going to make it. So we had already told uh, Kachus that we weren't going to be able to make it due to some some issues that were out of our control. And he was pretty bummed out, man. And Jimmy's a... Or, I mean, Kachus is a fucking great guy. He was, like, such a, a really good dude. He has a great heart. And he is, like, just a stand-up dude. And I felt so bad that we weren't going to be able to make this happen because he put it out there. You know, he told these guys, hey, I'm going to bring Jimmy and Frank out. And they're going to be at the event. Those guys were excited uh, that we we're going to go over there to support. You know, they're telling their their people that we're going to go. And then we just weren't going to go. Like, I didn't feel good about it, man. And, and you know where the point that I really didn't feel good about it is when I was in the kitchen. And I was hanging out with C2. I don't remember what we were doing. Maybe getting dinner or something. And um, this is, like, kind of emotional. You know, he just, he was like asking about mexico and i'm just like oh no dude we're not gonna go we can't go this happened to the car he's like oh man well what is the guy sad and i'm like ah oh, yeah he was kind of bummed out but you know and then he's like well th does that still make you a man of your word and i'm just like fuck and he wasn't telling me kind of like trying to punk me or anything like that he was just trying to process it in his head and i'm like well, you know, yeah, it, it it doesn't make me a man of my word because I said I was going to go. But, you know, just sometimes things happen, man. And, and you always got to just be ready for things to happen because sometimes things happen that are out of your control, you know. But whenever you say something, you, you always want to make sure that you, you put that put that into play and you make sure that it happens you know if somebody if you give somebody your word even if it's as small as yo i'm gonna take you out to um to the airport tomorrow okay cool and then when it's time like you're texting this person they're not even texting you, like, what the fuck dude and then oh my bad dude i fucking overslept or something like nah dude you can't be doing that shit man so you got to be a man of your word and that's something that i'm really trying to teach him and uh, he actually taught me, you know, he taught me like, we got to make this shit happen. So then I told Ash, I sat down with Ash. And I'm like, you know, I feel really bad that we're not going to be able to make it out. And she's like, well, what if you guys, she's thinking of alternative situations. Well, what if this, what if that? And I'm like, ah, well, let me text Jimmy. So I text Jimmy and Jimmy felt bad too, man, because we both know that Kachus is an awesome guy. If you guys don't know Kachus, he's the one that has a TSX and it's root beer brown and the engine bay has copper accessories and he's on um, Envious. And um, he's such an awesome dude, man. Shout out to Kachus. Uh, Jimmy knows that he's a great guy and he always supports us. And um, we're just trying to cook up a plan. And finally, we could cook up a plan. Yo, let's dip tomorrow then. Saturday morning. Let's dip out there. We're going to leave at 7 o'clock. We'll meet you in Valencia because uh, we're taking the five down. And I don't want to have to have these guys go an hour out of their way. Two hours, matter of fact, because it would be an hour to pick me up an hour to get back on track. So I was like, I'll meet you guys out there. We left, um, we left my car at one of the uh, envious, envious member shop. 
I think it's Newhall Muffler, if I'm not mistaken. Aaron Dunn is an Envious member, and I think his shop, the name of it is Newhall Muffler. But uh, he's a really good guy, man. I've met him a few times, and uh, all these Envious dudes are really good people, and um, they're always down to help out. So he let me keep the, the car at the shop, and then from there, we dipped out. We headed to Cachusa's house, which is right by... Um, I forget the lake they were talking about. They were they were saying it was some like famous lake out over by Palm Springs that it's all polluted or there something and it used to be like popping like Havasu back in the day, but then it got to I don't know. Salton Sea. The Salton Sea. He lives out over there. The Salton Sea, that sounds like some shit from Egypt or something, but no, nah, it's like three hours away from here. <coughs> oh man, that went down the wrong tube. I don't even know what that means, but I know the feeling. But we uh, drove out to Kachusa's house. We we dropped off Jimmy's truck there. <coughs> and then we rolled out with him to the border, which was um, in Calexico. And it's maybe 45 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. 45 minutes to an hour. And to roll into Mexico, I was super surprised, man. That shit was like five minutes, if that. It was just basically like going through a toll. You go through there, you go in there, and there's nothing. They don't give a fuck. We rolled in there, and then you can quickly tell that you're in Mexico. Things just look a lot different. And there's no, there's pretty much no rules. Like cars are just driving any way they want and driving making a lane out of whatever and and just uh i i kind of um as much as it it makes me aware i kind of like the lawlessness of it where you could just do whatever the fuck you want to do and that's pretty dope man that's pretty liberating you know but of course with that comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of weight we're driving out and then we're going to the hotel so i think maybe the hotel was probably about a half hour 20 minutes from the border it wasn't that far from it. We get to the hotel. We uh, go check in and get the, the rooms. And uh, we met a couple guys. We met the guy who um, throws the imports war. And we met uh, another guy. His name's Franco. And Franco, he has that. Uh, if you guys seen my Downstar Instagram, I posted it up. It was a Battleship Gray EP3. And uh, that shit was super clean. And um, we met them. At the uh, hotel, they came through, and one of them brought uh, Franco. Franco actually brought us. Oh, I should go get some right now. It's these these little like crackers with jelly inside. Excuse me, but they have a uh, a lot of flavor to them, and they're from so some. Some Mexican uh, state with an S. I forget what it was, but they were good, man. So he brought those as a gift. That was pretty awesome. He brought them. Um, so we went up to the room. I ate a couple of those, and we just got changed real quick, got fresh. And then after that, we all met up at Jimmy's room, cooked up a plan. Okay, cool. Let's go grub. So that was the first thing that we did. We went in the whip. We went to go grub. And we went to this uh, Marisco's place, and uh, that's basically like uh, seafood stuff, um, you know, cocktail and uh, oysters and 
things of that sort. So we all went there to go have that. We had um, some aguachiles too and just fucking grubbed, man. I got a big one. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the standard size, the standard size big one. It's like a big margarita glass with um, a bunch of cocktail in it, with, with cocktail in it, and it has a bunch of uh, seafood in it, shrimp, oysters, uh, octopus, fucking mad mad snot i don't know what it is it's really good like that tofu shit and uh and then you just put salt and uh tapatio or whatever to your liking and you just eat it with crackers and it was fucking bomb dude we grubbed like savages then they ordered some um mussels i think they were mussels they looked like it and then some oysters i don't know they're basically the little jizz things pause that are in the shells and you just put a put lemon on them and a little tapatio and shoot those bad boys down and they were super good man um so we grubbed on those and then after that we went to damn this is where my memory's gonna hit me at guys we went to um i think we went to franco's house yeah and his house is fucking legit like his house is super crispy it's it's nice like a Malibu house, something like that, man. He it was really, really dope pad, and that's where he had his EP3 at right there. So we went, I checked out the car, and the whole thing was down start out. And it's just like such an amazing feeling because, yeah, he is an envious member, but I've never met him before. I I don't even recall sending stuff out to Mexicali or um seeing his car and it's dope to just see a car and you're like wow it just has all my shit on it this is this is kind of crazy man so we went to um we went to his pad and then after that fuck i'm trying to remember as i'm telling this guys i'm trying to remember what we did but uh i just remember really the eating of it and i know that we didn't eat again after that because I would have been a fucking fool, but you know, you know what a good thing is. I always look back at the uh, at our pictures because if you look at the pictures, then I could see kind of jogs my memory a little bit of where we were at. But uh, anyway, we went back to the hotel and then we chilled. Oh, we went back to the hotel. That's right. That's right. And um, so we went to go eat. We went to his house and then we went back to the hotel and the guys wanted to take a nap because we've we've all had an early morning. So we went to um, back to our rooms. I had a couple more of those treats. And uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to take a break right now because I'm going to go grab one of those treats. I've been wanting to try it with coffee and uh, I'm going to go snag one right now. So here is a commercial from our sponsors. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it poppin'. Over here, we have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait 
hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that leva up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely and we're back guys make sure you check out that sponsor downstarring.com really good guys over there killing it in the hardware game in the life game in the handsome game in the my wife is so sexy game those fucking downstar guys are really killing it make sure you check them out at downstar on instagram downstarring.com shout out to my guys over there but i got some good news and bad news good news i just ate uh one of those toffee candies what the fuck are they called they look like a little little Mr. Hanky, a little piece of shit with like little nuggets on them, little peanuts, um, and inside is just like goodness, and they come in a, a little, uh, fuck, like a little gold wrapper. Looks mad fancy. I feel like I'm chilling with the queen when I'm grubbing on those. But it's like those Christmas candies that everybody has just seasonally because for some reason... Um, from January to November, this candy's not popping at all. Like hard toffee inside. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Good news is I had one of those and there's a big ass barrel of them in our room. Shout out to Ash for uh, picking those up. Um, but uh, those crackers, those jelly crackers that I was talking about. I think I left them at the shop, which sucks because I really wanted to have one right now. Um, but whatever, I'll have them tomorrow at the shop. So anyways, we get back to the hotel and uh, I try to take a nap, but obviously it's like the middle of the day. I'm not, I'm tired, but I can still keep it going. So we chill for maybe like an hour, hour and a half. And then uh, the guys text me, yo, what's up? I'm like, shit, I'm ready to roll when you guys are. What's Gucci? Like, all right, cool, let's roll. So we went to, um, we all met up at the room again, and then we all dipped out from there. And at that time, um, we met up with, uh, he, he actually was with us earlier, but I forgot to mention it, um, Nick from Oh So Sick. So uh, Nick, Oh So Sick, what up, bro? He's uh, He was with us out there too. And... Um, Damn, me and Nick haven't kicked it for a minute, but he's a good guy, man. I fuck with Nick. We ha we actually had a dope-ass weekend this weekend. Shout out to Oh So Sick. But uh, we uh, we met up with him, and we all just met downstairs. We're all staying at the home same hotel, so we all stayed downstairs. We all met downstairs, and we uh, rolled out to... We went to, like, this pool hall kind of place. So we went to this pool hall place because we were still a little full from from eating earlier. So we wanted to chill. The guys wanted to have some drinks and such. So we went to this pool hall, and uh, they had they had uh, appetizers and they had these uh, chicken nuggets and wings. And I had this like uh, this smoothie kind of drink, <laughs> and it was good, man. We we're just chilling, grubbing, and we didn't play pool or anything. We were just hanging out and bullshitting. I got to chop it up with Nick for a while, 
And uh, it's 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 weird. Sometimes sometimes you only run into these people at shows, and it's like a quick, "Oh, what's up, man? How's it going? How's everything?" And then sometimes you get the the point to just sit down and chop it up with them for like a half hour and stuff, and that's dope, man. I, I would I would way rather do that than just a quick hi and bye. <sighs> Excuse me. So we went to um to this place. We're just chilling, and then we all decide we cook up a plan. Like, yo, let's go grub grub. So we wanted to go to this uh this taco joint. So we went to this taco joint and we just savaged it. Uh, one one cool thing about the uh the restaurants out there is they'll bring you a lot of appetizers and it's kind of just free. So they brought like um you know instead of like here you'll get chips and salsa you'll get way more shit over there like beans and uh, tostadas and uh, those onions. You know, the ones with the white at the bottom and they have the long ass dread on them. We'll get those to like barbecue those and it's good. And we all ordered and uh, I had four tacos. I had two the asada, two the pastor, and then I had a quesadilla, the asada. And uh, fuck, man, that was so much fucking food. And then I had a big ass horchata too. I kind of fucked up this whole weekend, man. I was just grubbing like a savage, but that's all I wanted to do, man. I wanted to see some cars, meet some people, and grub like a savage and try to stay out of trouble. So we went there, we grubbed, and then after that, um, we were trying to get some... Uh, We we're trying to get some chief nasty, so we met up with some guy and um, to get some chief and... Uh, we actually met up at the the venue for where they were having the uh, the show at the next day. So we're chilling there, and it's kind of dope, man. If you guys haven't done it uh, before, it's it's really sick to be able to go to the venues and chill and watch them set up and just see like the 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 inner workings of how the event is is prepped and planned and things like that. So we go over there and we're chilling, and then. Things are totally different over there than they are over here, you know. And um, we uh, we went and we met up with those guys over there. We chiefed a little bit. The guys were drinking in the parking lot. And we're just having a good time bullshitting. And it's tight, dude, because it's just it's just a to totally different people that I would ever chill with. And um, we didn't have anything to smoke out of, so we got a. Uh, we got a cigar wrap. I was trying to tell the people that if they if they were going to go to the store, if they could get um, like some Swishers or something, I was trying to explain it to them. And my guys were trying to explain it to them. But there was just uh, either they don't have them out there. I didn't go into the liquor store or it just didn't translate over. But they didn't have any Swishers. They had an actual cigar. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. This might work. You know, it's just going to be huge. And then I started breaking it down. And that shit is just like flaking all over the place. I'm like, no. Good thing they gave us a few of them. And then we had another buddy who was a little more uh, skilled with his technique. And he was able to break it down. And we, we, we got half a little something out of it. Not even that much because it was just really brittle. But it's all good, man. I just wanted something just to relax a little bit and uh I don't I don't want to get blasted or nothing, you know, just have a good night and just chill out cuz obviously uh I don't drink and uh it's not that I have to have any I have to drink or smoke or anything like that, but it's nice, dude. It's nice just to relax because usually I'm always driving, I'm always having to plan things out and I'm always have to be the one to be like alert and it's very rare that i have those times where i just don't have 
to worry about anything. So um, we're just chilling right there. And then me and Jimmy, we wanted to go for a walk. And where they were having the venue at was a basketball stadium, a soccer stadium, and um, another stadium. I forget. Maybe basketball, football, something. I don't know. There's three stadiums right there in that parking lot that, that we were going to use. So we went to the soccer field, and it's like legit dead ass a soccer field, and we're just sitting right there at the bleachers, and just it's kind of it's kind of a, a trippy thing, you know. You're just like, dude, why am I even fucking here? This is how did my life even end up where this is something that is in my life schedule? Like, go to Mexico, go to a car show, and chief at this uh, <laughs> at this soccer field. It was fucking rad, man. It was dope, dude. We were just chilling there and just like, dude, this is dope. And you know how you're how you live something, and you're like, man, that was so cool, and you think about it. And it was a good memory, but at the time, you were just having so much fun that it didn't even set in. At that time, it wasn't like that. I realized at that time that this was going to be a really good memory for the future at the time that it was happening. And, you know, to be able to soak that in at that exact time, it, that's a good feeling right there because um, it just makes everything, it, it makes you appreciate it a lot more. So we're just sitting there and me and Jimmy are just bullshitting and, uh, me and Jimmy have been able to build a really, really good relationship these uh, last, shoot, I don't know, maybe 2011, maybe five, six, six years together. And uh, Jimmy's a really good guy, man. And we were just bullshitting. And then uh, we went back and we we're just chilling with all the guys. And then from there, we decided to dip set back to, um, we went to go eat again. I probably got everything mixed up. I got the timeline mixed up. But either way, we dipped from there. And I forget what time it was. I think this was a little later. This is when the night was winding down. So we were going to um, we were going to go to a club, and we were going to go. We went back to the room. <laughs> Once I hit that bed, I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm I'm chilling, dog. To be honest, I'm chilling. Cause uh, for one, it's been a long ass day, and for two, like." I don't know about uh about going to no club, dude. In Mex, like we passed by it and it sounded cracking, and they were playing uh some uh, Dr. Dre and shit, which is crazy because you think they would play some do 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 or some of that stuff, you know. But it was it was cool. It looked it looked like a good time, and it was gonna be dope just chill with the guys and um build with them. But there's a time and a place for everything, man. And at that time, I didn't feel like it was the most smartest decision to make because it's already about ten thirty. And um, we had to be up early. And I came all this way, and I'm not going to half-ass it at the event. I want to be able to take as much advantage of it as I can, you know, whether it's networking or just appreciating the uh, the culture out there and our supporters. I wanted to show them the, the utmost respect that I could, especially to the um, the guys that are throwing the event. You know, I wanted them to be satisfied with... Uh, with us being there so got into good night's rest man got a good night's rest woke up and um i woke up really good man i had probably like an hour and a half before uh my day even started you know wake up chill out go on the gram kick it set up the plan via text all right cool we're gonna go out there all right cool we're gonna go all right bet 
So, you know, get dressed and shit. Not in a rush. And that's the best, man. When it, when you're not in a rush, when things just flow good, like, that's so tight that you just don't, you don't feel that extra pressure, man. So, we met up again and we went to, um, we met up. It was, it was me, Jimmy, Jimmy's guy, Mike, and uh, Kachus. We'd rolled out to, um, to go eat Vidya. So it's, uh, that's goat. I believe that's what it is. It's goat. But it's really, really bomb. And, um, we went to eat this goat. <laughs> that sounds fucking funny. But basically what it is, is if you've been to, um, Chipotle and, uh, I forget, I think they call it barbacoa. I don't know what they call it at, at Chipotle, but it looks like, you know, kind of wet pulled porkish kind of looking stringy meat it was that but at this but you eat it like a soup kind of so we uh we went to this place and that's all they had they specialized in there was a fucking line out the door so i'm like damn this place is probably legit so we sit down right there and just like i said the uh the 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 culture out there is so much different like they just right off rip just start bringing out mad shit like bringing out homemade tortillas and you know butter and things like that and this is dope man and then we get some i ordered some coffee and i ordered a big bowl of the vidia and um all the other guys did too and it was crazy because the, the meat came in the bowl but then they had a pitcher where they like a like a tea pitcher where it's like hot tea but they poured the uh the the juice on top of the meat and if you guys saw my instagram story that that shit looks super fire um a lot of people were messaging me about what the hell is that i'm like this shit is bomb but uh we grubbed savage right there too another time we just grubbed savage and then that this was probably maybe about 10 o'clock in the morning and then we headed over to the show and just like shows here in the states you just start seeing oh there's a honda right there oh at the car wash look at there's a group of, of hondas oh boom boom then then you just start seeing the line like damn there's hell of cars and it was surprising to me because um i didn't know what to expect i don't know what quality to expect or what to even see out there how in touch these people were with the uh excuse me the uh, culture of hondas but uh i saw i saw i started seeing a lot of nice cars so we pull in get out of the car it just goes to park the car and we go inside and just shake a couple of hands and see the guys who are throwing the vent all right cool. come in come in and then we just start just hang out walk around and uh i mean i don't expect people to mob me or anything like that and you you know when when somebody sees you and they know they know you and you kind of look at them and they just like look at you like a little I don't know, man. It's kind of different. But once we once we got in there, I just noticed some people. They were just kind of looking. I don't know if they were shy or not, but um, I wanted to have. I wanted to talk to people. You know, I wanted to go in there and, and say what's up to people and uh, check out their cars and stuff. But it seemed like a lot of people were really shy. And uh, that's one thing, guys. Is I, I want you to know if you ever see me at an event or something. I'm not saying you have to come talk to me or anything, but. If you feel the desire that you want to talk to me and uh, you can talk to me about whatever, you can just say, what's up? You can show me your car. What do, do not feel shy. Please, please, please do not. Because that's one thing that, that bothers me. You know, I'm not I'm not anything special. I'm 
I'm a husband, I'm a father, and I'm a business owner. And that's all I am, a hustler, you know? Don't put me on any sort of pedestal or anything where you talk yourself out of even coming to speak with me. Like, nah, fuck that, dude. I want to know you. I want you to know that, like, not only are we on the same level, I want to know about you. I want to know about your cars, where you're from, and, and shit like that, you know? So, of course, it's just a lot of people are shy, and they don't know that. And uh, and I know it, too, because I've been in that position before, and it's kind of hard to just go up to somebody that you just like what they do and, and talk to them because you never know what, what the interaction is going to be. So every time I speak with somebody, I always want to make sure that they have the um, – the best interaction possible that I can give them. That's always my goal. So uh, then I start seeing a couple people, and it starts to feel good, man. It, it starts to feel like you know that the that the word of Downstar, the uh, the great gospel, is just spreading nicely across the globe. And then I start seeing some cars that have Downstar. Then I see start seeing some cars with banners and then stickers in the engine bay, and it's like, damn, man, we we really got some fucking love out here. And I start seeing a lot of crispy rides, man. There's a lot of nice stuff out there. Uh, it has their their cars have their own personality, and I like that, man. And there's a lot of clubs out there. There's a lot of family feeling, and um, it was good just to walk around and check things out. So we were walking around, and uh, we were all walking around as a group, and um, that's cool. I like to do that, but I also like to just roll off by myself, you know, because I know it's very intimidating if you want to come talk to uh, myself or if you want to talk to Jimmy or Nick from Oh So Sick or, you know, if you want to talk to us, uh, it's it's real hard when there's a bunch of dudes around and uh, it's just kind of an awkward situation, you know, not not saying that we would have any of us would ever put you in an awkward situation, but it's just a lot more intimidating than just a one on one thing. So if you guys have ever seen me at a show before, you'll probably know this. You'll just see me walking around and I'll be just be looking through engine bays, just checking it out, be like just just catching things, getting inspiration and just feeling where where the culture's at at that particular moment. So I'm checking these cars out and seeing some people and saying what's up and then taking a couple pictures. And it's really nice, man. It, it's it's a good feeling to show that uh, all the hard work is actually paying off and that it's reached this far into Mexico. And, uh, you know, at a show that I've never even been to, we have representation there. And it's really, really, really dope, man. So I was just walking around, checking everything out. Um, and that's pretty much all we did all day. Just walked around, talked to people, checked out cars. And... Uh, had a good time i i saw a lot of a lot of a lot of nice builds and i got a lot of inspiration out there for sure and, and it felt really good to see these guys having banners on and stickers and stuff it's it's dope and i really appreciate that and especially people that came with apparel on things like that and a real real crazy one is i saw the first ever um counterfeit downstar product um i don't know if you want to use the word counterfeit or um replica or what but it was the same exact as a v3 but you could just tell it wasn't a v3 because the dimensions were off on it usually i'll see other companies kind of you know bite our style but they'll put different style washers or something but this was pretty much a v3 washer and it kind of felt good too because i'm just like man this is nuts dude our uh our product has gained so much popularity that people are copying it legit copying it and selling it and i spoke to the guy later on in the day and he said he got it in tj so shout out to that shop in tj <sighs> whatever man it's all good it, it was a, it was a cool feeling you know 
and uh you gotta look at the bright side on everything guys i know you're probably listening to this and thinking well this person's stealing money from you but yeah dude it's like whack-a-mole bro you can't you can't catch them all you know you just got to uh appreciate that people people jock your shit so much that they want to copy it you know that's dope man that that's a that's a beautiful feeling and uh, hopefully that money's going to good use hopefully his uh whoever the shop owner is their family is uh is using that money to to survive you know and, and to live a better life than they would I'm not saying that our, our products are going to change the world but shit different five bucks ten bucks can can do a good in somebody's day you know you never know how things are especially over there like minimum wage is very low and uh, the the quality of living isn't that high you know it, it's 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 hard man it's a hard life out there so shout out to them. I don't know the name of the shop, but uh, shout out to them. So then it comes down to the time where we are going to um, start doing the trophies and, you know, raffles and go on stage and things like that. And they wanted to have me and uh, me and Jimmy on stage and just say a quick little speech. And uh, I was nervous, man. I was nervous. For one, I was nervous because I know these people aren't going to really be able to understand me. I speak. I do not speak fluent Spanish at all. I speak a little bit of Spanish enough to uh, order some food. And, uh, you know, basically that's about it. But Kachus was like, don't even worry about it, dude. Say what you're going to say and I'll uh, I'll translate for you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go out on stage. Then when the DJ turns the music down, I'm just like, you know, hearts is beating. I'm like, fuck then i just look out there man i'm just like these are my fucking people out here dude these people fuck with me and i fuck with them and what they love as a hobby is what i love as a hobby and it ain't nothing man you know this is what we gotta do let's fucking do it so i, I went up there and i said something like um in spanish i said um i'm sorry i speak a little bit of spanish um but my name is Frank from Downstar, and uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Import Wars. And uh, I said something else, I forget. Like, But then everybody started clapping. And then I realized like I wasn't going to be able to get this message off unless... I was speaking in English because this isn't these people are just gonna fucking laugh at me. So then I just jumped into it, man. I told him, you know, that I, I walk around, I see a lot of uh, a lot of nice builds over here. I see a lot of passion, and I see a lot of family and um, people that are people that show their love for what they do. And uh, this was my first time out to the show and uh i'm having a great time and you know then they, everybody's then i take a break you know i was i was like obama you know talk they clap take a break talk <laughs> you know and then um and then it just clicked in me man you know sometimes i'll just be nervous and then sometimes boom i'll be i'll be rocking that shit dude and i was like you know what guys i've been to shows from the uk to japan and everywhere in between and the one thing that everybody always does is compares their cars to um, to the cars from the States or to West Coast cars or things like that, you know. And what, what you guys need to know is that this is your culture here. This is your car culture, man. You, you guys have a lot of beautiful things going on right here. 
So you focus on that and you build this into whatever you want. Don't look at any of us for any approval or as your guidelines to what you should build. Build whatever the fuck you want, man. So when we come to when when we come to Mexicali, we see the cars and we're like, yeah, this is this is what they do out here. I don't want to see fucking SoCal cars everywhere I go. Like, sick of that shit. Everywhere has their own style, man. It's just like music, you know. You don't want to hear, you don't want to hear Atlanta trap music coming from an artist from LA. Like, I think that shit's lame, guys. But when you hear somebody from Atlanta, from the trap, from that Gucci Waka, you know, some some music like that, you're like, okay, this is what I expect it to feel like when I go to that part of the country. And sure enough, that's how it is, you know. When you come to uh, the West Coast, you feel that shit. You feel that Nipsey shit. You feel that YG, that game. You feel that it's in the culture out here. You know, and then when you go to the go to the East Coast, you know, you feel that uh, that Wu Tang feel. You know, that Nas feel. That Jay Z, you feel it, man. It, it's it's in there. And I want people to realize that too, man. You you have your own culture. You guys go through your own shit. You have your own OGs. You have your own Saturday night meets. You you have your own shit, man. Don't. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Just fucking build on your shit. And if, if if there's a car out in your area that's a badass car, like, you know, look to that dude. And that dude's your Toretto, man. Don't look for a Toretto that's not your Toretto. Like, support your own fucking Toretto, you know? You feel what I mean? Like, support your local guys, man. And if you're a local guy and you have, you have a lot of quote-unquote clout you know you give back to your people you know you you show love to your people man when you see somebody doing good and and you remember seeing their car at the races maybe four years ago and then now they're it's like pretty hooked up show them some fucking love man like don't don't just be dick riding west coast people or whatever when you see somebody at a show like nah you support you support your guys man and you build your own culture and then if you get inspiration from other places that's cool but now you get you guys have to realize that your area wherever you're at that's your team man you guys all got to be together and i wanted those guys to know it like don't don't tell me about your build and say oh yeah it's because i don't have this like i'm trying like nah fuck that dude this is dope because this is what you have the chance to build at this moment this is where you're at at this moment if you can't afford real wheels it's cool man if you can't afford like a flawless paint job, it's all good, dude. Just keep just keep hustling. Just keep at it. Hopefully the next time I see your car, there's a little something done differently. There's the you know, you progressed in some sort of way. But don't progress any way that you think is gonna make me happy or that it's gonna make it like a West Coast car or you like something you've seen on Super Street. Nah, fuck all that shit, dude. Like you never know what's behind those builds. You never know. You don't you don't know how many fucking shops those cars have been to and trailered around and you know sponsored out and they don't even have any real money or passion into those cars. Like you build your own shit no matter if you build a car that you you don't think is is that clean as another one. It doesn't matter, man. That's your car. That's why if somebody asks you, what's your favorite Honda? Mine. <laughs> Mine? What's the, what's, what's the best car in the Honda community at this moment? Mine. Well, well it doesn't have this. and I don't care. This is my car. You think I'm going to fucking like your shit more than I like my shit? You got me fucked up, man. That's how you got to think about shit, man. That's your car. 
this is your baby. Imagine that shit. Imagine if you if you're talking about your significant other. You know, who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Mine? Well, no, I I wish my I wish my girl looked like Kim Kardashian, but I mean right now she just looks like, you know, just the fuck that. Fuck all that shit, dude. Whatever is yours, whatever you feel passionate about and whatever is whatever you're in love with, that's you. That that's what it is. You know, that that's the best. This is the best to me because if I had that car, I wouldn't feel the same way as if I had this car because this car is my car. I built this shit from the ground up. This has everything that I want in it. And this is the best car to me. And that's how how you guys should be thinking about it. Damn, I'm going to get a little hot talking about that shit, man. But I just want people to know, man, you, you don't, you need to put more value in yourself than put it in other people. Because you don't know these people, man. You don't know them from a post on Instagram. You meet them in real life, they're fucking douchebags, bro. And that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to do because I know that this industry is full of douchebags. I'm trying to be the guy who everybody thinks is going to be a douchebag, but when you meet him, he's a really great person. And that's, I try to be that every single day. And I was trying my hardest to be like that this weekend. And after I got off stage, after I talked to everyone, people were coming up for pictures and I was fucking super excited, man. When somebody asked me for a picture, I get really excited because I'm like, hell yeah, man, this person believes in what we do enough that they want to take a picture with me to remember this moment. Like I, I, I appreciate that so much. And, uh, it was so good, man. Such a humbling experience. Get to talk to all these people and just see them that they uh, see what they've they've built and the passion that they have. And there's a lot of car clubs out there too. We uh, we we saw this car club called uh, Border Brothers, and these dudes were fucking deep, man, super deep. There's probably at least seventy five members there, at least. The kids all had tees, you know, the wives had tees, the dudes, and it was just all the banners and shit. And it was cool, man. It was just, it was a good feeling because I know that that when these dudes roll out, whether it's just a random Saturday night or whatever, that they're deep and they're having a good time and they're all having a good time together. And that's what all this shit's about. It's not about features or who gets the most likes or not. That shit is so fucking lame, guys. So fucking lame. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? You know? Who cares? Nobody cares. Who cares? Enjoy this shit, man. Get back to that feeling that you used to have when you would go to the local in and out meets and you would be pulling up and you just park right there and then somebody will want to come check out your car and you're talking to them. Like that's the fucking that's the feeling, man. That's going back to those oh hey, they're gonna they're gonna go race. Oh, you go to the races and just like that's what it's about. That's the car culture right there. All this likes and reposts and, oh, I got featured on this, featured on Man, let's suck a dick. Fuck out of here. Nobody fucking cares about that shit. You're still lame. If your car is fucking flawless, but I meet you, you're lame. Your car is fucking lame as fuck because your, your car is an expression of you. Yeah, it looks good, but on the inside, you're a fucking piece of shit, just like your fucking car is. And there's a lot of that in this industry, guys. A lot of it. Don't idolize these people, man. Do not do that. Don't idolize me. Don't idolize anybody, man. We, we're just people living the same life that you are, you know, trying to figure this shit out. And just because somebody has a nice car, you think that it's cool that if you shoot them a DM, they don't even have the respect to DM you back. Fuck out of here, dude. Suck dick.
I'll DM people all day, man. I'll be answering people all the time. And then every once in a while, I'll get a message like, wow, man, I really can't believe that you messaged me back. That's crazy. I'm like, man, whoever the fuck you DM and doesn't DM you back, fuck them, dude. Fuck them. Nobody's that busy that they can't be talking to somebody, you know, and maybe you can't get back to the DM or the question or whatever, but some motherfucker that's just getting comments and just like, yeah, yeah, fuck you lames dude i swear man if you look at these people in the car industry like the, those dudes that i'm talking about in school you know what the fuck they were nose pickers that's what they were dog motherfucking string cheese nose picking ass motherfuckers fuck them dude and i'm gonna end the podcast on that because it's gonna get a little spicy i want you guys to know man that you have the power to be anything that you want you have the power to make your build anything you want and you have the power to be fucking happy man and that's all inside of you you have to realize that that you harness the power inside of you no amount of money no amount of likes and fame and anything is going to make you happy you have to make yourself happy and i want everybody to experience this kind of happiness man because even though we go through hard times and struggles i'm happy every time because i realize where i could be at and i i remember where i was at before any of this started popping off and for me to be at this position that i'm at right now as opposed to 10 years ago and 10 years is not a lot of time if you think about it if you're in your early 20s and you think about 10 years that seems like a lifetime to you but when you've already when you're in your early 30s and look back 10 years ago dude i remember where i was at at 23 and i was not anywhere close to this position that i'm at now and i never thought i would be at this position and instead of throwing that in your guys's faces and say look where i'm at look what i have look at my wheels that i could buy look at my car that i could buy look at all this money that i'm getting all i want to tell you guys is look where the fuck i came from and these are all the steps that i went through and if you want to come to this place where i'm at i'm waiting for you and i'll help you up here as much as i can i'll give you any info that i can to get you to come to where I'm at right now, but all it's going to take is hard work and dedication. And if you have that mentality, you can make anything happen. You can you could surpass me in less time. You could do anything. And if your parents never told you you could do anything that you put your mind to, they failed you. And you need to change that right now. And you need to put this in your children's head that they could do anything that they want to do. So thank you guys for listening. Once again, Downtime with Downstar, episode number 25. And if you guys do enjoy the episodes, just please head over to the Instagram, Downtime with Downstar, one word, and just drop a line, man. Drop a comment. Tell me uh, something that you liked. Anything, man, because there's really no way for us to know how this is coming off besides feedback, besides comments and messages and things like that. Yeah, we can tell how many people listen to it, but listening and hearing those are two totally different things don't let that go over your head but thank you guys and we out